Greetings and welcome to the Health and Wellness Show. Our health podcast is dedicated to providing you with science-based knowledge to help you attain a happy and healthy life. Topics are from patient files and from questions from members, and chosen items are of general interest. Your specific topics can be handled through our question and answer section of the website. Okay, today we're going to talk about tests, and these are medical tests that you run to help you maintain your health and wellness. And this topic came from general patients. We're talking about tests and doing tests all the time. There are many tests that can be taken to help you achieve your health goals. For any goal to be obtained, you must know where you want to go and where you are now. Then set a plan to get to the goal. Tests help you know where you are now. For many medical purposes, tests are used to confirm a diagnosis and sometimes the tests are to eliminate other possibilities as part of the diagnostic search. For many medications with serious side effects, tests are required to avoid complications as the medication is being used. And there are times when more frequent tests are ordered when a medication dose is being established, such as with hormone therapy, or special tests if a surgical procedure is to be done. But for our purpose today in preventative medicine, the tests we will discuss are those used to help you achieve and maintain your goal of happy and healthy. Part of the discussion of tests involves overall purpose of your doctor. Sometimes the doctor's objective may be a little different than yours. It is fairly common for a doctor to require frequent office visits and tests in order to continue medication or treatments for fairly routine medical conditions such as thyroid conditions. In some cases, this sort of hints at economic motivations. Remember, there is an economic side to medicine. There is also the huge complication that insurance and most medical fees are based on a diagnosis. There must be a diagnosis prevented, be, presented via a code for that fee to be paid. If you went to see your doctor and just said, Doc, I feel great, I want to stay that way, what do I need to do to remain like this? Most insurance companies do not have a code or a fee for a happy and healthy patient, so doctors do not normally order tests or procedures to maintain that, at least in Western medicine. But that is exactly what doctors who practice preventative medicine are all about. So in many cases, the tests and visits are not covered by your insurance. This type of doctor and practice is for those who are ready, willing, and able to do so. You must want to be healthy, be willing to do the things necessary to obtain and maintain that condition, and be willing to pay for that. That is what ready, willing, and able means in preventative medicine. So the doctor visits and tests to prevent and maintain may well be cash out of pocket for you, not insurance covered. So just be prepared for that. But also remember that healthy is usually way, way better than being sick, and also that everything in life is not just about money. So, what tests will you likely be doing? A major and very important test is a full body MRI. This creates a detailed look at every part of your body. The radiologist then has a chance to pick up anything wrong in its very early stages, and it's always best to find and treat with early detection. This test alone has saved many, many lives. Then, as it is repeated, there is a reference point to compare to and it makes it easy to spot any changes going on. So preventative medicine, a full body MRI, is recommended. Another common test along these lines is the x-ray. 
Here, the look into the body is for abnormalities, broken bones, tumors, tooth decay, that type of thing. Not so much for preventative medicine as diagnosis of something wrong. Another test is known as the micronutrient analysis. A basic of preventative medicine is to have a nutritious diet. So how do you know if you've got one? Part of that is being sure you have all the essential vitamins and minerals as this helps ensure optimum health. The microanalysis details the body levels of all the vitamins and minerals so you know that all is okay or if you need to supplement anything. This is just a great report to assure you that your micronutrient diet is as it should be. Another one is what's called a full panel blood work, which is establishes your general electrolytes, your blood platelet counts, and your kidney functions. All of these are essential to proper body and health and lets you know where you are. Another is a liver panel. This is determined the status of your liver. Your liver is a huge biochemical factor in your health, especially regarding processing and elimination of toxins. So we want to make sure our livers are well taken care of. Another is a lipid profile. This is to determine your triglyceride levels. Triglycerides are a known contributor to heart disease and can be controlled with diet. You want to keep that number as low as you can, preferably well under 100. My last test was 60. Starting at age 35 or so, be sure and specify hormonal tests to be run along with your annual lab work. You want to know your levels of thyroid, testosterone, DHEA, cortisol, estrogen, and progesterone. Anytime any blood work is done, be sure and include the CRP, or C-reactive protein. This is a test to determine chronic body inflammation, and that is a factor in many diseases. And if it's high, you would indicate some preventative work to be done. Another one to add to any blood work is the A1C, which is the test for diabetes. With 60% of our population suffering from this, it is always good to be watching for signs so preventative methods can be implemented. And diabetes is a classic disease that preventative medicine can prevent. Hemoglobin. This is a test for anemia. That is a lowering of one of your important immune system functions and is a common cause of infections. This text will help expose that condition. Anemia is, is fairly common in children and is a contributing factor to the ear infections and things that are so common. There are specific tests to determine your overall blood circulation and flow. These may be ordered by a cardiologist if blockage or atherosclerosis is suspected. Another is bone density. It is important to see if your bones are maintaining properly. This helps prevent osteoporosis. It's good to have this test done by your 40s or 50s so that you have adequate time to modify your activities. If you wait until you're 70 or 80 and already have osteoporosis pretty badly, you're not going to be able to do a lot of correction at that point. So you want to have that test done a little bit earlier in life. If indicated, there are various gastrointestinal tests to determine issues. Things like GERD, ulcers, and colonoscopies are fairly, are fairly ordered. These tests are specific and will be ordered only as indicated. Now, newer science has made genetic testing very useful. A general genetic test will reveal if you have any of the known states that may contribute to a disease. Certain disease states, such as certain breast cancers, are known to be influenced by genetics, so these can be very useful for preventative medicine. 
It is very possible that genetic testing may lead to optimum use of medications where a certain type will produce known results. This is a very exciting science being developed. It's called pharmacogenetics, and basically in our future we will probably have our genetic profiles and it will indicate what type of medication would work best with us. A very exciting stuff. Dental examinations are always good to keep your teeth in good shape and prevent inflammation from things like gum, gum disease. Gum disease is actually fairly common and is a cause of chronic inflammation which contributes to other diseases. Your ophthalmic inspections are always good. You want to keep your eyes in good shape. Remember, you've only got two of them. You want to have your vision and eye care going well, and you do that by a periodic visit to an ophthalmologist. For females, visits to your OB-GYN to perform the recommended tests. Mammograms and pap smears are two that come to mind, but they will have others possibly. Cardiac, there are cardiac tests. You visit the cardiologist when indicated. Many tests, such as EKG, are used to determine cardiac conditions. There's really a whole bunch of tests that they can run. But again, these are run only under uh, demand conditions. Dermatologist, an annual visit to the dermatologist to check your skin is really a good idea. Melanomas can sneak up on you, and you don't want to find out about those after they've already spread. You want to catch them when they're still on the skin and easily treated. Now, BMI are body fat composition tests to determine the status of your body fat. Sometimes just looking in the mirror will give you a pretty good hint, but excess fat has many negative effects on overall health, and you want to keep an eye on that. Now, leg alignment, this is one you can do yourself. You just get barefoot and walk a straight line in soft sand. Your body skeleton has some pretty intense mechanical engineering, very precise. When you change your angles via gait or weight distribution, there are consequences to that. After you've done your walk, you inspect the impressions to be sure your feet are moving parallel to each other and not pointing either out or in. Finding these gait issues early can help prevent ankle, knee, hip, and lower back issues later in life. These are good things to be done as your children or teenagers, but any time is, is better than not doing it. And there are supplements in case you need help with your joints as well. Now, blood pressure, this is one you can do at home. The cuff type of pressure gauges will actually work well. In the morning, before coffee or news or anything else, take your blood pressure and three times. The third one is the one that counts. Note your systolic and diastolic as well as your heart rate. It should be done at least once a month just to keep an eye on it. You want to measure your resting rates. That's what counts. The single reading that your doctor's office may take when you're standing up and stressed out is usually not very accurate, but it may well end up with you taking unnecessary medications. And remember that your medical records, whatever there's found and write down, are part of your insurance files and diagnosis, whether they're correct or not. And this ensures both, this affects both your insurability and your insurance rates. Body temperature is another common test. The average normal body temperature is 98.6, but normally can range from 97 to 99. Elevated temps are usually an indication of infection, but there can be other causes. Taking a temperature is a common diagnostic procedure. This can be done with either a bulb-type thermometer or an infrared one, and the infrared ones are probably uh, better used right now. 
Contact your doctor and take action to reduce it if it's 102 or higher. Another one is blood oxygenation. This is a measurement of the oxygen level of your arterial blood. It should be over 90%, ideally between 95 and 100. This reading indicates effectiveness of the lungs and heart in getting oxygen into your blood system. Hospitals have pretty sophisticated equipment, but for home use, a device called a pulse oximeter works well. This is just a little device that slips over your finger and gives you a direct oxygen reading. This is very useful in diagnosis and also treatments, very useful in, in people with asthma and COPD to help maintain their themselves. Now, if you need help interpreting any of the tests that you may have done on your own, we have information on our website, and members can also use the question and answer se section for specifics. And I mention that because you can actually go in and have any lab test you want done now. Just go to one of the big companies like LabQuest or something, and you can order your own tests. Also, I strongly recommend getting at least two opinions before you engage in any my life changes or procedures that would be indicated by testing. Get two, get two opinions. And it is highly recommended that you keep records of all your medical stuff, your tests, your medications, your procedures. You can keep either a physical file or an electronic one. Historical data is very useful for accurate diagnosis, and also, if you ever change doctors or have to go to a different doctor, you have what they need to start with, and you may well prevent having run the same tests over and over again. Again, I remind you, to get to your goal, you must know where you are and have a good plan to engage. We strive to keep the science up to date on our website and via the podcast to help you with your health plans and goals. Well, I hope you found our today's topics of interest to you. This is Victor B., your host, reminding you that our website, sciencebasedhealthandwellness.com, is dedicated to providing you with science-based knowledge to help you achieve your health goals. You can submit topics you would like discussed through the question and answer section of our website, and we invite you to become a member. So till next time, just a reminder, you make your habits, then your habits make you.